Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Last time on Astronautica. Hazel and her faithful companion Briar were hired by a man to retrieve a personal belonging of his that he said was of some significant emotional value. Using a clever disguise, they made their way through the spire and into the building itself, where they started rooting around inside the office where they believed the necklace was to be held. But where is the necklace? Are they going to find it in time and escape unnoticed? And just what is the significance of the necklace? Well, if you're curious, you're in luck, because you're about to find out right here and now on Astronautica. over to the desk and inside there is a uh, jewelry box and there's a handgun okay okay um well I'm gonna open the jewelry box it's empty huh no hidden compartments in there I'm assuming no okay um, um it looks to be a jewelry box that would hold a necklace yeah uh the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to take the magazine out of that handgun, assuming it's the kind that has a magazine. You do so. Yeah. It is. Yeah, we're yeah, going to take a, that out. It's a Glock. You take the magazine. Um, what do you... Are, are you taking the whole magazine? Are you emptying the bullets from it? What do you... 
Oh, I'm ta- I'll, I'll take. I'll empty the bullets into my bag and then just put it back. You do so. Yeah. You empty yeah, we, the bullets into your bag. Yeah. We're, we're, we're breaking into this person's house. They don't, they don't get a gun. That's not fair. Good call. <laughs> um, uh, as you do so, Briar goes, Psst. Okay. Hey. Oh. I'll, I'll walk over to him. Uh, he slides the uh, picture of the ship over. You realize it's mounted on a rail system. He slides it over, and behind there is a safe. Yeah, let's see if we can crack that baby. All right. Um, it is a uh, it is a digital safe with a passcode. Ah. Okay. Um, is this something I can use infiltration for, or are we gonna have to use tech for this one? I'm gonna say you have to use tech for this one because it's technically not a door or a shipping container. Oh, man. Hey, my my write down says it's just it's just locks. Is I'm it? Not, I'm not I'm not actually fighting with you, but I'm just I'm just being sassy. The way that I wrote it down, at least on my character sheet, <laughs> that is not what it says in the thing. It is specifically okay. doors and shipping containers. Okay. Cool. That's what I was like. I was like, this is what I wrote down. I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay. Cool. There's well, one, is, I think there's a step up that lets you use more. Maybe that's what it is. All right. Uh, well, that is zero successes, so we're going to push it. Okay. Push away. That is still zero successes. So we, All are, right. we are not having luck there. You, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you try, what codes do you try? Uh, I'll give you, what, what code do you put in first? Is it numeric? Yeah, it's a, it's a keypad. Uh, I, I would, I would try just like five, eight, two, three, and then. Yeah. You hit enter and it flashes red and it says wrong, wrong code entered three tries remaining. Oh, um, and I, did I, I got to try two. Is that what you said? Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm going to go back a tiny bit because I, I, I realized I made a mistake and also, yeah. So. You enter in the code, and the screen flashes red, and it says, incorrect passcode entered, two tries remaining. Okay. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't try another you, one you until I You don't try have. another one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that, that's, that's a terrible plan. Um, I, I'll, I'll turn prior and be like, I, you, you know tech's not my thing. Oh, man. This is... This is a top-of-the-line safe I know I can't get in there okay we're gonna have to find that passcode okay um well I guess we're searching the desk for paperwork um, all right you search the desk for paperwork um there's nothing there shit shit uh there is a computer yeah we're not do you think it'd be on the computer, Briar? I mean, it, it could be. I hate computers. Do you want to try? Uh, okay, sure. He uh, taps on the keyboard, and uh, a welcome scream pops up, and it says, enter, enter password. <laughs> ah, of course it does. He goes, 
Okay. I guess I don't really know what we were thinking, huh? Yeah, well... I was kind of hoping it would be easy, but, you know... Guess not. Nothing ever is. Uh... What, what... Uh, Briar, uh, starts typing away, enters something, and hits enter, and goes, oh, and it pops up. Uh, the, the welcome screen pings away, and you're on the desktop. What? What was it? Password. Amazing. Fucking rich people, man. Uh, all right, um, I guess let's dig around a little bit. All right. Uh, what would you, where would you like to look? Well, I'm going to see if there's any sort of, um, like, password keeping programs or applications. Um, um, but where we'll start. Yes, uh, there is a password keeper. Um, as you, uh, as you enter it, it asks for his username and password. Okay. That would make sense. Um, well, then I guess we'll just... Okay, if I were a rich guy, where would I keep my username and password data so I don't forget it? We don't have this guy's name. No, you don't. Um, is there, like, a web browser? There is, yes. Can we open that and see if he's got, like, an email logged in? Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, you open the browser, um, and someone walks overhead. You open the br- and they walk back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you open the browser, it pops up, um, a, uh, a search engine. It's- (laughs) Bing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's Yahoo. Um, Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> oh my God. I remember using Ask Jeeves. Um, so yeah, you um, you pop open the browser. Um, do you go into history? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna check a couple of things. I'm gonna check his history. I'm going to check to see if there's, like, an email that would just have, like, a username, like a, hey, thanks for setting up your thing. Yeah. Email. Um, you are able to, uh, you are able to find his, uh, uh, his password. Amazing. Um, You're able, you're able to find his email, um, and it auto logs in, um, but it is, uh, it's actually a company email. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and the company is, give me one second to pull my notes up. Yeah. Uh, it's r at harpertechnologies.com is the email address. Just like the letter R. Um, oh no, actually, sorry. It would be no. Cause that's how it works. Yeah. Um, it's the word, the word roster, like R 
A-S-T-E-R, as in like rosterizing. Okay. Roster at HarperTechnologies.com. Hmm. Strange. Um Well, let's let's do something. Let's see if we can type in to the thing that email and then just the word password. Okay. And see um, if anything pops up. You you find several password resets, uh, reset emails for various services. None of them are for the safe. Okay. Um, oh, it gets me in? No, you were logged into the email automatically. No, I was trying to get into the, the password, the password protector. Oh, I see. Um... No, oh, sorry. I thought you were. I thought you were just like searching his email history. So yeah. Um, so I was doing a couple of things simultaneously. I was searching his email history to see if we could just find the password reset for the service, right? Like, so if I say forget my password to Discord and I send a password reset email to my email account, it tells me what my username is. Yes, that's and it true. says, hey, like, is this is this this is you? Here's your username. Here's your password reset. Yes. Um, so I was trying to see if we could find at least his his username to then see if he has a stupid generic password to get into his password protector. All right, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do. Be nice, dice. Yay! Seventeen. Um, yes, you find uh, a. Uh, you find a password reset email from the um, the user um, specifically it's roster 56 and the password is a long string the password reset the temporary password is like a long string of random uh, you know alphanumeric information just for shits and giggles let's go type that Roster 56 and that long string of digits into the password keeper. Uh, you do so. You uh, you put that in and it uh, a little message pops up saying uh, that the password had recently been changed. <sighs> um. This is, this is like what trying to steal something from someone would actually be like. <laughs> it's like yes. deeply frustrating. Um, well, let's, I guess let's try password. You're in. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I love stupid people. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna do that. So we're gonna see if there's a list for the safe in there. All right. You go down. Uh, there's lots of different password accounts. Um, you do not find the you do not find the safe. Are there any other numeric passwords in there? Like four digit numeric passwords? Um Yes, there are pin codes. There are and four digit pin codes. Are they similar or the same? Like are there any repeating ones? There are repeating ones. Cool. Are there multiple repeating ones or one that one one that gets repeated frequently? Um they're not four digit. They're actually five digit. Okay. Um, and there's a bunch of them. Um, and it is, I, 
I can't believe I'm going to make this joke, but here we are, 42069. Yes! <laughs> Amazing! All right, we're like, going to go track for 42069. Like a bunch of them. That's, that's, that's the one that's just come, that you see regularly? Yeah. Cool. We're like going to go try Over and over and over again. Yep, we're going to go try that one. You do so. You go into the safe and uh, you enter for 42069 and the safe opens. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hazel was also trying to commit as many of those passwords to memory as possible. All right. Uh, roll a wits check. Yeah. Just just straight wits. Uh, yeah, just a straight <sighs> wits check. Oh, that's no successes. Okay. Okay. She remembers nothing. You basically everything is blotted out by 42069. Yeah, we're we're just we're just giggling too much. We're like 17 yeah. years old. We find this too funny. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> genuinely fucking hysterical. Um, Businessman probably pays thousands of dollars a month. For oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, 426. Yeah. Password is password. 420. Password is password 42069. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> God fucking damn it. It's such a dumb joke. All right. It, it is, uh, but it's great. It's great. The safe, uh, the screen flashes green, and you can hear these heavy bolts drawing back. Oh, yeah. And it pops open. Cool. Well, I'm going to see what's in there. I want to see what's all in there, and then if we find our necklace. You open the safe, and inside you see a stack of cash. Um... Cash is normally, interestingly, used for, I mean, it's still technically like currency, uh, but most places don't actually accept it anymore. Most places, it's all digital. Um, and really, at this point, cash is only used for black market dealings. Um, so there's a stack of cash um, and a, um, there's a stack of cash there's a book and um, a small, uh, like a little uh, case with a microchip inside. Does the microchip look like it fits in anything? Is it just like a tracking chip? It looks like, um, it looks pretty modern. Um, you're not entirely sure what it is for. Um, but it looks like it might be a component. Maybe there's some, like, you know, maybe it has information. Um, it's like, it looks like you might even be able to, like, put it inside a thumb drive and have it operate that way. Okay. Um, but it's still, like, in a case. Cool. Um, I guess we'll leave that. What book is it? Uh, the book is um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, why is that in the safe? Can we open that up? You do so. You open it up. Uh, you pick up the book, and the book, it, it's not a, it, it's a, it's an old, heavy, uh, like, leather-bound tome, but it's not a particularly long book, um, and it is surprisingly heavy. You open it up, and inside there is a, uh, it's basically the pages have been uh, put together to form a sort of small component. 
like it's essentially like a tiny fake book. Yeah. Um, and inside there's a small box. What's in the box? That looks, what's in the box indeed. The box is locked and has an old fashioned keyhole. Oh, I get lock picks. Roll for infiltration, yeah. please. We're going to try to lockpick that stuff. It is three successes. Nice. We got eight dice here. Hopefully it's working. You, you click that lock open. Yeah. And you freeze for a moment because you hear something activate inside it. Uh-oh. And you look down and you see a tiny monofilament wire connected and you push it back and hold it down in place as you open the box, revealing that it was essentially an ink trap on the inside. Ah. Um, inside the box is two things. A folded piece of paper, three things, sorry. A folded piece of paper, a hard drive, and a necklace. Is it the necklace we're looking for? It is. Is there anything weird about it? Um, make a, make a check. Um, I guess a wits check. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that because you're, you're looking, because like, I'm give, I'm going to give you like, I'm going to give you a plus one to your wits check. Okay. Um. Come on, dice. We love you. Oh, that is all ones. All ones? All Are you going to push that, it? No, we're not going to push it. That one looks fine. No push? Necklace looks like a necklace. We're going to slip that in. Uh, I'm going to try to like slip it inside my um, my jumpsuit. You do so. Okay. Um, and then um, go, go. Is the, the folded paper, like, does it look delicate or does it just look like a normal parchment paper? Uh, it looks... Uh, it looks like just a, a piece of normal paper. All right. Can I unfold um, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, go. Can go. I can I unfold it and see what it says? If it says anything? You can. Um you actually you unfold it and you realize it's blank. Um and it was actually holding something else that slides out uh and falls to the floor. Um a tiny, tiny piece of clear plastic that has little scribbles like it's it's you it's it's like barely it's like the size of a postage stamp and it's covered in little black uh markings that are just the just the tiniest oh man uh okay we're we're just going to slip it back in into the safe you do so. Um, well, we'll it's a it's a microfiche, by the way, um, which is like a little. It's a thing they used to use a lot during like Cold War spy era. It's like a tiny piece of plastic that contains a lot of written information. Okay. You like essentially magnify it. And cool. It's, yeah. Um. Oh shit! Yeah, we're gonna put it back there. I did have a question about the cash, though. Um, sure. Would I know if? 
the different gangs in the city specifically marked their cash since they control the cash flow. I would say yes. You okay. well, yeah, you would know that. Okay. Uh, it is it is common. Uh, there are some uh, there there are different ways. Often, frequently, they use uh, UV, uh, so it's invisible. But once you shine a UV light on it, you'll see their symbol. Um, so since I didn't so. since I didn't specifically say what was in my magic bag of tricks for my thieves tool stuff. Would it be reasonable for me to have a UV light in there? I'm going to roll on the be nice yeah, dice that's, for this. That's, that's fair. That's why I'm asking instead of just pulling it out of my bag. <laughs> that would be a 19. Yeah, you have a little UV flashlight. <laughs> Can I check to see what gang this guy's got cash from? Absolutely. You recognize the symbol as the daybreakers symbol. Okay. They're the, the, the dock gang. Yeah. They control shipping, import, export, all that stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, we're just going to close it all up and you do so. keep going, I guess. As you're closing the safe, Briar takes a step back and bumps into the bookshelf, knocking over the ship in the bottle. Oh, no. Which crashes to the floor and breaks. Um, and you can immediately hear a scuffle. Like, you, you hear the sounds of the p dinner party downstairs. Stop. Um, what do you do? Uh, well, I'm going to make sure the safe is closed and the... I'm going to try to reset the room. Right. Make okay. sure that the, the, the case is closed, that the safe is closed, the picture's back, the computer's off. Um put everything back as we can find it because we, we would have been putting stuff back where we found it as we went. Um, but just make sure that all those are correct and then just kind of set it up so that it looks like I'm admonishing Briar for breaking that while we're on this routine sweep. Um, okay. Necklace is, necklace is like in, in my, my, my onesie. All right, so you turn to Briar and you start berating him, um, and you hear the sound of footsteps coming up the stairs, and uh, a man walks in. He's maybe late 30s, early 40s, uh, sort of an oval face. He's already sort of thinning on top, gray-brown hair, tired eyes, and he's wearing a, a gray suit, black tie top button unbuttoned and he comes in and he says what in the hell are you doing in here we we were just we we're just doing our sweep to make sure that the, the gas pressures that have been affecting people in this in this floor are weren't weren't here the machinery said we needed to check so we were just checking and my bumbling fool of an assistant here uh bumbled roll for manipulation please Where's Kyler when you need him? <laughs> Not here yet. Uh, I'm going to push that. Push. Yeah. All right, that's two successes on the second roll. Two successes. Yeah. 
he nods and looks at you and he says, could I see your work order, please? Yeah. I'm gonna have Briar take the work, get the work order from Briar that we forged. Yep. And hand that over to him. Uh, you do so. Um, he takes it and uh, pulls out a pair of reading glasses oh, no. and walks around uh, to the back of the desk and uh, sits down and begins reading it. And he says, well, this all seems to be in order. Well, I'm going to have to charge you for the, uh, that was not cheap, you know. Uh, so I, I'm going to be complaining to your manager. And uh, I, I just, I really, this is, this is just too much. Um, if you wouldn't mind, just hold on a second, please. Um, and he uh, reaches down into the desk and, like, fumbles around for something. Um, and he says, man, where's the, where's a pen when you need one? Uh, does Briar have uh, a pen? Briar does have a pen, yeah. I'll just kind of, like, nudge Briar to give him the pen. Be helpful. Uh, Briar... Briar holds out his pen, and the man says, oh, thank you, and grabs Briar's wrist and pulls the gun out from the desk and sticks it up <gasps> under Briar's chin. And he says, I already had a maintenance person come out here yesterday to fix the issue. So I would like the two of you to tell me exactly who you are. And he pulls the uh, pin back on the gun. Oh, fuck. Um, shit. We're, we're just, just here doing our job, sir. Um, Maybe that's why he, they hadn't called ahead. He jams the gun up further into, like, Briar's jaw area, and Briar just goes, um, and he goes, I don't want to hear any of this bullshit. Your uh, work order, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is your boss's name really Mr. I.P. Freely? Yeah. Uh-huh. Somehow I doubt that. So, you're going to tell me exactly what you're doing here or I'm going to kill your friend. We we were just told to see if there was anything strange in the house. He pulls the trigger and Briar flinches and it clicks and he frowns and then looks up at you and then he whacks Briar across the face with the gun. Oh god. Ew. Yep, and uh, gets him just right across the jaw. Yep. And at that moment, the lights go out. We didn't do that. Uh, you can hear some panicked screaming coming from downstairs. Uh, you're in darkness. What would you like to do? Well, I'm going to see if I can go grab Briar, because he wasn't that far from me. No, you're, you're, I mean, you're right next to Briar. The guy still has Briar's wrist in his hand. Okay. Um, 
What would you like to do? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to be like, sir, are you okay? I'm, I'm going to try to double down on the, like, I was trying he to... He doesn't, I'm, he does not fucking believe you okay. at all. So, so, okay, so, so here's, here's my kind of thing that I'm trying to do, right? I'm, I'm between, like, I'm, I've given up the, the security act, right? Before he shot, or the, the maintenance act. I was trying to be like, we were just hired to come check your house out. Yeah. Like, not, not why we were actually there, but like, okay, you, you got us. We're, we're just here to look around. Like, we, we weren't trying to do anything funky. We just, we were told to just scope it out. Um, so I, I legitimately want to make sure everyone's okay, but also want to get Briar the fuck out of here. Um, but if you still got Briar hooked, I don't, uh, know what to do. I think Hazel would panic and not panic, would be scrabbling for what to do next. Um, I would try to grab my bag and as quietly as I can, at least move away from the two of them without leaving the room. Okay. Uh, you do so. You can hear a scuffle start, and you hear the man grunt, and Briar slips to the ground, and um, he just goes, come on, come on, we gotta go! Um, and he runs out and smashes into another uh, guest. Briar did? Yeah. He's, okay. he's run past you. Okay. Um, and he like just barrels into another party guest. Uh, another party guest who had come up the stairs. Okay. Um and the lights are still down. What do you do? Um I, we'll we'll try to get out through the service entrance if we can. All right. Um you run past the the service entryway. There is a a guest standing there um who is uh as you as you round the corner, the person that Briar has barreled into has basically just like grabbed him and aggressively yeah. or in in panic. It's hard to tell. Okay, <laughs> but they seem to be locked in some sort of uh, struggle. Oh, I'll just gonna. Um, it's like, re- it, it's hard to make out. Yeah, I'll, I'll just be like, come on, we gotta get out of here. Like, come on, guys, like there's something weird happening. Let's get out. Hoping the party guests don't just don't, you know, mistrust me. Okay. You run out through the service entryway. And uh, as you do so, the lights come back on in the hallway and down in the apartment. And you can hear the man just yell, like, call the police. And a moment later, alarms start to go off. So this is when we're in the service elevator. You're not in the elevator. Oh, you're in the you're in the hallway. Okay. Um. So there were fire escapes. Uh, there were indeed. I'm gonna try to get to the fire escapes. You make your way. So all of the fire escapes are actually in apartments. So you're gonna have to try and go through an apartment in order to get there. Oh shit. Um. There's also the service hallway. You're in the main hallway now. There's the service hallway that has the stairs down. Yeah, let's try the service hallway first. And actually, when I was up on the rooftop before, did the fire escapes go all the way to the rooftop to that garden? They did indeed. Okay, we're going to go up to the garden and then, because that's only one floor up, and then get to the fire escapes. Cool. You run into the service area and you're running 
toward the uh, the garden, and all of a sudden, a hand just shoots out from the shadows and like grabs you, oh. um, and just pulls you back in, and you come face to face with the young blonde girl, and she goes, "I figured you might have needed a hand." How? She, she um. She opens up, uh, like she pulls off a vent cover and gestures for you to get in. I, I get in. She says, okay, you stay here. I'll come and get you when it's safe. Okay. Do you have a name? Leo. Perfect. She closes the vent. And, uh, heads back out. You realize something. Briar's not with you. Shit! You hear a lot of sounds. You hear sirens. There are footsteps. Jack-booted policemen in, like, SWAT gear come through the service area and comb the entire area. Yep. They go up. They go down. You're in there for hours. And then it quiets down. And a moment later, well, a few moments later, a face suddenly appears in the vent <laughs> screen. And she goes, hey, I would ditch the jumper if I were you. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. You got a hat? Come on out. Follow her out. Did they find my friend? <sighs> yeah, they got him. Yeah, makes sense. He, uh, <sighs> Dad's not happy. Shocking. Did you do the lights? Yeah, I, I did the lights. Yeah. So what were you, what were you trying to steal? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I can tell you. I'm sorry. I want to. Maybe one day. Uh, it's probably some... Boring corporate espionage garbage. Anything you wouldn't want going missing? I don't know. I mean, my phone, that would kind of suck. You can keep that one. Oh, thanks. Welcome. Thanks for the help. What's your name? I'm Hazel. Hazel. Yeah. You're, uh, you're from the Blight, aren't you? What gave it away? Oh, you know, the everything. <laughs> Uh, wouldn't have guessed. So, I'm gonna get you out of here. Your friend's gonna be a little bit more tricky. I'll see what I can do. I appreciate it. Yeah. Why are you helping me? Us. I'm bored. And you you disrupted Dad's dinner party, which was hysterical. My God. Oh my God. It's so boring. Ziglock, <sighs> you up here every dinner party. Oh, no, I choose to... <laughs> Are you kidding? S- Having to sit there while people talk about tax returns? Oh, my God, shoot me in the face, which I heard my dad tried to do. <laughs> Hysterical. Did you take the bullets out? Would you believe me if I said no? I No, I wouldn't. Absolutely <laughs> not. Then no, I didn't. <laughs> Smart. I don't like guns. You're clever. I like you. Thanks. I mean, not clever enough to, you know, 
not knock over a ship in a bottle. Well, that's that's Briar. He's a brilliant, and yet has two left feet. <laughs> you know how they found him? How? He was wearing a high vis vest. God damn it! <laughs> Stupid idiot boy. Yeah, well, honestly, I, I knew you weren't maintenance people the moment. What? Yeah. Sorry. I thought our disguise was so good. It was, it was, but, you know, it's the luck of the draw. Sometimes things go bad. That's definitely how it is. Yeah. Well, if you ever want to get out, and explore maybe something other than floor 300. Find me. How? I'll give her my phone number. You do so? Yeah. We'll do it. Shit. She takes it, and she gives you this coy smile, and she says, I think you're my size. Hang on. Um, and she, she pulls out a... Um, like a cocktail dress. <laughs> and oh, she goes, no. you're going to need to put this on. I look at it like it's the most horrifying challenge I've ever had to try. <sighs> Do you want to get out of here or not? Yeah, I just, I don't wear dresses like ever. Well, you're gonna. Okay. Come on. All right. Let's put on here. the dress, I guess. She she, tur- she turns her back to give you some privacy. Uh, I put on the dress. <sighs> okay. She she turns around and, like, looks you up and down and says, oh, you clean up pretty nicely. She hands you a pair of, like, high heel shoes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I take them. She, um, she smiles and says, there's one more thing going to be a little bit of an issue, but I have a workaround, but I'm going to need it back, okay? Okay. Oh, I bundled up the, the necklace inside the jumpsuit and stuffed it in my bag. Perfect. Because I I should narrate that that's what I did. Yes, you did so. Um, she reaches into her, like, bag and pulls out a wig okay. that looks exactly like her hair. That's convenient. Is it actually her hair? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> uh, she still has hair on her head. Um, and she says, this will get out of here. Just um, the cameras downstairs are located in the top right corner. Uh, so you're going to want to keep your face away Uh which is convenient because it's also away from Darren downstairs. I'm going to give a call in about three minutes down to him, which will distract him long enough for you to get out onto the street. From there, you got to get out of the spire as fast as possible. I would say, or not. I mean, you know, I've heard jail's fun. Uh, No. No? Okay, so get out of the spire as fast as possible. I'll text you about your friend. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, well, get out of here. What are you waiting for? Go on. I, go. I'll, I'll grab my bag and I'll run. 
And by run, you I mean so. walk very awkwardly. <laughs> walk really awkwardly in the I'll try. Heels. I'll do my best. Um, mm. Can I have you make a mobility check? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I got one six. I got one success. You don't fall over. You don't turn an ankle. That's but you. It is sort of like a a, a, like a foal learning how to walk. It's a lot of shaky legs. (laughs) You're just sort of like. uh, I hope um, she finds this hilarious. (laughs) You can hear her giggling behind you. You make your way to the elevator. You can do what you want to do. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go down. I'm going to leave. You go down. Yeah. All right. It takes a couple minutes, uh, and right at the three-minute mark, as the doors open, the phone rings. Okay. And Darren picks up the phone and sort of looks down, and he goes, front desk. And I'm going to do what she said, keep my face away from the top right corner where Uh the camera is, and I guess kind of just, like, pull out my phone. And just kind of, like, make so. it look like I'm looking at it, so it looks... Trying to be natural. Natural. Yeah. Yeah. Not just, like, I'm avoiding the cameras. Like... You do so. You're... <laughs> um, actually, let's let's have you roll a manipulation oh, check to no. see how Can well we you do. Can we not roll any more of those no, we're, tonight? No, we're... <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I got one success. One success. You're honestly more focused about not falling over in the shoes. Yeah. So it's a little bit stilted, but you manage to make it out. And as you go, Darren at the front desk, uh, who's on the phone, cups his hand over the receiver and goes, have a good night, miss. I just I just keep walking. You do so. Yeah. He seems to be used to it. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes back and goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. Of course, of course, we'll have someone to come and check it out. Too hot, you said. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh, there was a main, there were maintenance people here. I thought they were. Yep. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, 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 absolutely. Yep. 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 And you can tell that he's like being yelled at on the phone. Oh, no. And he's, he's got that like tension. Yep. You make it outside onto the street. There are police officers everywhere. Perfect. Um, I'm just going to try to exit the building as normally as possible like the entire spire just walk to the I'll, I'll kind of do the like the cursor like the thing that you do in the cities when there's a lot of police officers walking around and you're just like I don't know what's going on and I'm not really sure I want to but I'm gonna leave the area yeah you do that little like the side look where you're like mm, yeah. nope none of my none of my business none of my business you make your way down and out into the main elevators, packed with girls wearing little black dresses, guys wearing suit jackets and chains with slicked back hair. Everyone looks dressed to the nines. It's Friday night. It's time to party. Slowly, you descend down to the main floor and you pass through security on your way out Um, the bots fly down and scan you and there's sort of a moment of like processing and then you see they sort of freeze for a moment and then just drift back up in in like a threatening way no okay in a non-threatening way I'm, I'm just gonna keep going you do so you exit out 
into the city street. It's a hot, sticky night. It's dark and noisy and smoggy, but you're out. Oh, I'm going to take those heels off. Well, I'm going to walk up a distance away from the, the spire, and I'm going to put my boots back on. You slip into an alleyway next to a warehouse, and you slip off the... <laughs> I, I would say probably, like, two-inch heels. Oh, okay. I was thinking she'd gotten me, like, six-inch heels. Oh, no. <laughs> they're not even that big. That's just not how... <laughs> like, they're not even that bad. That's the funny thing about it. They're not stilettos. You just don't wear high heels. Nope. Um, and you change into your boots. Do you keep the dress on? Or yeah, do I keep you, the like, dress on. That's cool. nice. All right. Yeah, it is. It's very expensive. Where do you go? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to go. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do kind of like a thing. I'm going to get on the train. I'm going to head in the direction of where my house is. And you do so. Uh, I'm going to try to find a pit stop. Like a like a bar or something that I know to change back into like my everyday clothes. There's a bar in the Bloody Maxwell that you're familiar with. Okay. It's open 24-7. It's not nice. <laughs> yeah. Some place where they're gonna the people there would know me walking in in a weird outfit and then just yeah. changing and leaving. <laughs> yeah. You go in there and uh there's actually you know the bouncer outside. And he gives you a look up oh, and down. I just do the the thing that every kid, every, if you've ever known like a tomboy punk kid when they first wear a dress around their, their friends and they just do the like the eye roll hand fuck off. I don't want to talk about it. Gesture. He, he laughs <laughs> and like waves you in. Um, you change in the bathroom back into your street clothes uh, what what do you do with the the like dress and wig? Oh, I'm gonna fold them up nice as nicely as I can and put them preferably nicely in the bag if I can, trying to keep them as nice as a blightborn can do. You do so. Yeah. Yeah, you got them folded nicely. Uh, they're in your bag along with your uh uniform. What do you do? What do you do after that? You've changed. Do you go um, home? Do you well, so hang at the bar? I guess my question is, we never found out where we were supposed to meet this guy, just that we were supposed to meet him by sunset. It was by sunrise. Or sunrise. But there was no, like, where we were meeting. No, there wasn't. So I guess I'm just going to go back to the house, because I don't have Briar to check with on where we're supposed to meet this guy. And he didn't give us contact information. No, I don't even know not. his name. Nope. So I'm just going to go back to the house, heat up some ramen, and see if I can take another look at that necklace. You do so. You go home, and you're uh, looking at the necklace. You've heated up some ramen. It's about 5.30 in the morning. The sky has started to lighten. It's not yet truly morning. And... You hear the door open and two sets of uh, footsteps. Two walk sets. In. Okay, I'm going to push that, that necklace somewhere not out in the open. You do so. And I'm stand up and see who's there. 
have my knife in my hand. You do so. You round the corner. Are you hiding the knife? Yeah, it's it's like in my, it's like up in my hand, but a blade up my wrist kind of thing. Gotcha. Casual like. You round the corner and you see a slightly worse for wear briar. And with him is Leo. What are you doing here? She gestures to Briar. Had to get him back to you. I mean, thanks. Yeah. I'll just grab him by the tape of his neck and, like, pull him to his room. Uh, I'll go get her clothes. I, I have I have these for you. Give her her stuff back. Oh. If you can ever, you know, clean it. <laughs> clean it? You're just blight-born. You're not, like, a leper. I, yeah. That's sweet of you to think that. Wait, are you a leper? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't oh, know. Oh, Is oh. that a thing in the blight? No, I didn't realize. People, people, people from the spire just treat us like rats. They just think we're gross. Yeah, That's... and people from the spire fucking suck ass. Um, so I mean, no offense to present company, but you're you're not wrong. <laughs> so, look. Ah. Uh... I know that your dealings with the Spireborns have mostly been people with sticks so far up their asses that it's literally protruding out of their mouths, but, you know, I don't know. What can I say? You're interesting. I like you, Hazel. Thanks. Leo? Your friend is uh, all right, too, even though he's... <laughs> An idiot? An idiot. Yeah. He's a good idiot, though. So who are you giving the necklace to? Oh, how'd you find out? It's just a matter of simple deduction. Yeah. I honestly have no idea. What is it? Besides a necklace, obviously. Do you really want to know? Yeah. Hopefully get paid for it either way, so. You will. Check the news tomorrow. You'll see. Okay. My, uh... My father got a good look at the two of you. Yeah. He's got a long memory. Yeah. You better be careful. Next time, he'll make sure there are bullets in the gun. I'm sure he will. Well, I don't want to keep you. What? You don't want to hang out? My house is so nice. Is that an invite? Sure. I get ramen. You have anything to drink? Ramen? Like alcohol? <laughs> we can just go to the bar for that. Let's go. You people have alcohol, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course we do. I pull out <laughs> shitty liquor. Just shitty whiskey. Fucking old crow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's cyberpunk, so neon. Um, yeah. <laughs> you you drink some some uh, neon lit whiskey. Amazing. The dawn slowly breaks, uh, and the giant advertising billboards slowly switch from their night advertisements to their day advertisements, and. 
After a moment, there's a knock on the door. Yeah, I'm gonna... Well, you should... You should stay here. Sure. I kind of, like, put her down on the bed. Yeah, she chills. She knows where the necklace, so I'll just grab it, and I'll... (laughs) Put it in my pocket, and grab my knife again, just to make sure. You know, put that in my pocket. Other pocket, not in the same one as the, the priceless necklace. Um go answer the door standing there is the gentleman from before he uh he says well I hear you had an interesting night yeah you can say that but we're all in one piece and you have it yeah what is it like I said family heirloom who is family heirloom mine and who are you Or at least, what do I call you? You can call me John. So, may I have the necklace, please? Yeah, I'll hand it to him. He takes it. Fantastic. He stows it in his pocket and pulls out a gun. Yep. And puts it right to your forehead. I really hate guns. This one's loaded. Thanks for doing the dirty work. But, uh, I'm afraid it's end of the road for you. I can't have any loose ends. Yeah. He Uh, pulls the hammer back. I'm just trying to knee him in the balls. All right. Yeah. Make a close, uh, make a close combat. We're not doing this. I don't want to die. Oh, close combat. That's seven dice. Let's do this. Well, that's two successes. All right, yeah. Um, you, you, you knee him in the balls. <laughs> um, he doubles over with a grunt, and I'm gonna need us to roll initiative real quick. Yeah. I got a three. Three. Okay. Um, he grunts. And uh, doubles over, and he goes, you fucking... And at that moment, the door opens, and Leo steps out, and she goes, hey, hey, you can cut that shit right out. And he turns and looks at her, and his he just, it's all, it's 100% surprise. Uh he is, he is shocked, and also in a fair amount of crotch pain. Um... <laughs> And he says, what the hell are you doing here? And she goes, it's none of your damn business. Now, why don't you toddle along with that family heirloom of yours? Or I'll see to it that my father finds out exactly who's uh, behind all this. And if you're thinking of killing me right now, which I know you are, because of course you are, I just want you to know that I've actually already told him, because I already knew, because I figured it out, because it's obvious. I sent him an email. It's already scheduled. So either I get home and I delete it, or in two hours' time, everyone's going to know everything. Your choice. She takes a sip of the whiskey and just goes like, Ah, oh, God, ah, uh, how do you pee? Ah, uh, uh, 
How do you get drink me some this? good whiskey sometime? Fine, I will. Bring my own whiskey. I like the poem. I mean, at this point, I've had my knife in my hand. <laughs> yeah, the, the man, John is baring his teeth in just, he's seething with rage. And he stands up and he says, fine. And he looks at you and sort of sizes you up, sizes up the knife. I have a really weird question. Yes. How close am I to John during this whole exchange? Well, uh, did you back up at all? Uh, I, mm, I would have stepped back like maybe a step or two, but I don't also don't know how long. Well, I guess it depends on how much time it passed between me kneeing him in the balls and Leo opening that door. Lit, none, none. She literally she rolled. She rolled the highest initiative. Okay, so it was then the I would, first. Then I would have been like right next to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I try something really weird? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna see if I can cut his pocket open without him noticing. Where he put the necklace. Okay. Um, it's his, he put it in his breast pocket oh, okay. in his jacket. Then I so would, likely that's, yeah. no. I thought, I thought it was, I didn't think about breast pockets. I was thinking pants pocket. We're He's good. wearing a suit. Never mind. Yeah. That would make sense. Oh, uh, that would be so good. Then I rescind good, but... that, uh, that option. Yeah. But... Um, <sighs> he looks at you. He looks at the knife. He looks at Leo and he goes, fine. Have it your way. And he leaves. Do I still get my money? <laughs> he grabbed, he like starts to walk out, walks back, grabs an envelope and like throws it onto the floor and walks out again. Yeah, sweet. I'm like kind of doing the like the nod to yourself, real proud of myself. Yeah. Leo looks at you and says, you got to get better associates. I will. That, the, two things. This one wasn't mine. This is Briar's. So, you know. Oh, well, you know, there you go. Say no yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, who, who was that? Check the news. Cool. Anyway, I got to get going. Uh, I'm sure my dad is going to be worried sick about me. So, yeah, let's do this again sometime. I'd like that, I think. Cool. You gonna get home okay? <laughs> I'm gonna get home just fine. Yeah. She takes another sip of whiskey and just goes like, <laughs> and just sets it down. She's like, I don't want any more of that. I'm gonna bring my own stuff next time. Lesson learned. <laughs> See you, Hazel. Say, peace. She walks out. The sun rises. It's a beautiful day. Clear skies. Do you check the news? Oh, yeah, I check the news. <laughs> I have to know. The top news is uh, of a trial okay. that is dismissed due to lack of evidence surrounding a murder. And there's a photo of the defendant. And it's our John. It's your John. Cool. And you get his name. So he was a murder suspect and was now no longer a murder suspect because... Yes. 
His name is John Cochlin. C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N. He's an alderman. An alderman? He's an alderman. Okay. And he's just been acquitted of murder. Who did he murder? It was a, a man by the name of Hal Varnell. And the news, the news article goes on to talk about uh, Hal Varnell's suspected dealings with the, the syndicates in Chicago. And um, so Briar comes out of his room. <laughs> Give him so much shit. Oh, my God. You do so. Just, just so much shit. <laughs> we got paid, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I mean, right? Like, we got paid. I don't know what you're complaining about. I had a great time. You okay? Right in the head yeah, there? He's, he's got like, yeah, I mean, he's like, he's got dried blood coming out of one of his nostrils from where he was hit in the face. Like, he says, are you kidding? Do you know what we just did, Hazel? We got caught robbing the spire. We pulled off a heist. In the spire. Uh, pulled off as a stretch. But we get paid. Yeah, we did. The sun rises on another lovely day, the urban blight of Chicago. The city sounds pick up, radios start playing, car horns start honking, and you get a text. It says a name. Leonora. Yeah. And then another text shortly thereafter. See you soon. See you soon. A heist committed and a friendship made. But what other adventures await Hazel and her friend Briar in the sprawling blight of Chicago? Well, we know one of them, at least. But there are many more stories to tell, so stick around because you're going to hear them. Coming up on Astronautica. Hey everybody, Matt here, your friendly neighborhood GM. I just wanted to take a moment and thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, we have a ton of fun making it, and I hope you have as much fun listening to it, because it's great. Um, if you like our show and want to support us, please check us out on Patreon, where for as little as $1, you can help us keep this going. Also, I just wanted to take a moment to thank my wonderful players, Ian Mutiner, Benjamin 
Simon Timothy Jenkins and Lauren Alice Dinney. Uh, they are wonderful and they ruin all my plans and I literally could not do this without them. So I am eternally grateful. I also wanted to take a moment to thank Shersty Jorgensen who designed our awesome, awesome logo. And also to thank Harrison Campion who is my musical partner in crime. Anytime you hear a sick bass lick that's Harrison. He's pretty great. Uh, and he's far more talented than I am. So I'm happy to have him around. Uh, I also want to take a moment just to thank my wife, Angie Feek, for uh, all of her love and support and for her continued input in the story. Uh, she's already made it so much better and I'm super grateful. And finally, uh, thank you to EJ Schumacher and Lauren Pratt, our first two ever Patreon uh, supporters. We're so grateful. Um, seriously, there's a lot of cool stuff. Get in on that. There's unedited shows where you can see how much we don't know what we're doing. You get all of the music from the shows. So if you just want to like listen to some sci-fi ambient stuff, there will be one shots that we run and it might not be me. It could be Ian or Ben or Lauren, any of us doing this. So there's a lot of really great content for you to check out. Go over to our Patreon, check it out. And finally, thank you all so much for listening. You guys are great. Stick around. There's a lot of fun stuff coming up. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.